Dirt Radio. Organic. Friends of the Earth. Activism. Underground. Political action. Necessary. Wind farms. Indigenous struggles. Land rights. Anti-nuclear. Nanotechnology. Climate change. Coal barons. Mining magnates. Activists. Educating. Communities. Transforming. Communities. Mobilising a sustainable planet. Get involved now. Friends of the Earth. Friends of the Earth. Friends of the Earth. Dirt Radio. Good morning and welcome to Dirt Radio. I'm your host Phil Evans coming from my backyard today, uh, social distancing, but not the end of social movements. Um, my backyard is in the land of the Wurundjeri people in the Kulin Nation, um, and I pay my respects to elders past, present, and emerging, and especially give a big shout out to everyone who is listening, um, First Nations, um, and hope that you are all safe and well through this unfolding crisis. Today on the show, really wanted to celebrate the amazing work of the Food Co-op, who are still open at 312 Smith Street in Collingwood. So if you need to go and do your shopping, of course, doing that um, in uh, by yourself or um, only with one other person, um, we are still open, um, obeying social distancing rules, um, knowing that it's a small space, but you can go and get your bulk foods there um, and still um, pick up all of those things and maintain a bit of a um, plastic-free alternative because you can bring in your own containers to do that so in a moment we'll listen to a bit of an interview that was done as a part of the acting up show on 3cr where we last year we were celebrating 45 years of friends of the earth and we did a bit of retrospective looking at some of the things that the food corp have done over the years so we'll play that interview in just a little bit for now here's a quick little community service announcement and you'll be back on dirt radio On Monday the 23rd of March, 3CR closed its doors to all presenters so that we could do our bit to help stop the spread of COVID-19. We understand that it's important for people to be able to stay at home at this time in order to reduce the number of people affected and thereby reduce the stress on our health system. Since the 3CR shutdown, programmers and volunteers have been working remotely to create new content and produce their show from home. We'll continue to bring you dynamic, up-to-date community radio during the COVID-19 crisis, so keep listening. An important message from the Victorian Government about coronavirus. To manage coronavirus and save lives, immediate action is required. This means if you can stay home, you must stay home. Yes, it's a major disruption to your lives, but this disruption today will save the lives of many Victorians tomorrow. If you think you may have coronavirus, call the government's hotline on 1800 675 398 or visit coronavirus.vic.gov.au. Victorian Government, managing this together. A 3CR supporter. As mentioned, you're on 3CR Dirt Radio. This is Phil Evans here. A bit of a pre-recorded show and looking back at some of the work we did last year, celebrating 45 years of Friends of the Earth on the Acting Up show, um, this is next segment I want to play is um, looking at some of the campaign work that the Food Co-op, Friends of the Earth Food Co-op, still open down at 312 Smith Street if you do need to go get any bulk foods to stock up your pantries um, then or any cleaning products or anything like that. Then we're going to look at, uh, hear a bit of an interview. So in the studio was um, M Gafer, also a host of Dirt Radio, um, was joined by Leanne, Beth, Jen and Asala from the Friends of the Earth Food Co-op 
Um, let's take a listen back at that conversation. Obviously, you know, the food co-op provides a place for people to be able to buy organic food, healthy foods, and, you know, that alternative to the supermarkets. But there's also the campaign side of it that sometimes doesn't get seen so much when people are just interacting with sort of the co-op on Smith Street. So, yeah, I was just curious about some of the history of the campaigning that you've done over the years. I suppose there's been a constant of it being a living campaign where it is about a waste-wise situation where encouraging people to bring their own bags. The way we've bought things is always a campaign like it's been mm. a continual campaign since that I can remember and so our choosing of food when it comes to packaging was very significant but Leanne's going to tell us about um, one of the ones we decided when we didn't want packaging anymore and we wanted glass returnable bottles with mm. our soy milk and um, so we take just, it over there. Yeah we were just adamant that we because everyone was getting into soy 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 milk but just we really hated the Tetra Packs and we were on to the companies and please change and, you know, whatever. And um, they kind of couldn't, didn't want to. And um, eventually we did a big action where we asked all of the co-op members to bring in their empty soy containers and we took it. Well, it was on through the company. <laughs> company, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah and um, yeah, just dump them, dump them at their doorstep. So many of them. Um, and so that was, yeah, that was, it was that was kind of like a, a yeah, a stylish campaign, I think. And um, <laughs> we also uh, finally managed to get well, certainly. Well, my household started making soy milk at home and putting it in bottles and um, we ha uh, one of my housemates went to China and bought back a <laughs> um, grinder on his back and, and set, set up a um, we, we uh, went driving one night, I had a combi we went driving one night and um, pulled the door door aside and um, we grabbed a, a big stainless steel beer container <laughs> beer keg from somewhere in the city went home and um, angle grinded it off so that we had this massive pot and um, he used to make us get up at five in the morning like it was like right everyone up and um, we'd have to we'd have to make soy milk as well <laughs> <laughs> Um, and we'd have to make soy milk and take it and bottle it and then take it down to foe. But we we couldn't um, do that forever because of because uh, of just health regs and hygiene <laughs> and all the rest of it. So we eventually got an, um, one of the the tofu um, companies, yeah, Blue Lotus, Blue Lotus, returnable um, bottles started making it in returnable bottles. But, yeah, it was like this um, ongoing thing that was happening in the early 90s. No Tetra Pak. Yeah, because <laughs> all the Tetra Pak, then we'd be trying to find ways to utilise. I think many years later, somebody started making very groovy wallets at the, um, wow. out of the soy milk. I don't know if anyone's still got one yeah. of those lying around in well, their that's house. Right. <laughs> and we, we would keep them for people for insulation. Yeah, for, someone for wanted to insulate home, their house. So renovations. <laughs> and, yeah, anyway, trying to come up with as many ways as we yeah. possibly possibly could to use the tech. And it's pack. again that same purpose is what we're about. It's about everything that you're choosing to buy and what does that mean and where was that made and where are the ramifications of that. So I suppose it's a constant constant thing about that all the time with the campaigning of um, waste wise is mm. the new buzzword again. But um, yeah, I suppose that, you know, our reduction is what we kind of always is our philosophy that we we live by there. So and that's forever. 
And yeah. there's also like the anti-capitalism analysis as well and, and trying to work with, you know, small small companies yeah. or, or individuals or artisan, mm. you know, makers or whatever um, and trying not, not to be, uh, yeah, involved in kind of in, industrialised food production in any sense. So, yeah, making all those tiny connections like yeah. the little... Soap making, uh, olive oil soap. Yeah, soap I found maker. a great photo of her. This Greek um, older woman who just made this beautiful old, um, beautiful um, olive oil soap traditional, and it had been passed down for many, many generations. This recipe, and that was like looking at a big chunk of parmesan cheese. Wow. But she would come in every week, you know, with a trolley, and it was just beautiful. The, the connections like that, which are the most important mm. parts. I mean, it's about food, and it's about being waste-wise, but that connection of people power and that connection to the amount of people we are connected to and have that evolved back to that place is incredible, really. Mm. Mm. And we'd have complex decisions to make about, um, you know, will we have backyard or uh, veggies for sale or do we need certification mm. and all those sort of issues and stuff like that. And it, and it would... Uh, be complex because it is complex, I suppose. But yeah, we yeah. Uh, to be simple is complex with everything yeah. to do with that, with buying and that because of buying, having to choose what you're going to buy. And it's like, I mean, all the food in there is all about it being an ancient sort of um, crops and stuff, whether it's from millet to, you know, all the mm. lentils and that. Like they're where things and how things are grown and incorporating waste into that was where the cafe came into it as well because mm. we went there when we had to make a decision about, well, we can't waste food, can we? Like, I mean, this is not good. Like, what, mm. we're, we've got to be much more proud about that and, like, particularly the energy that people take to grow stuff for people. So that's when the cafe mm. kind of became an, a thing that grew and grew within the place as well. Yeah. And so when did the cafe get started? Well, God, I was trying to work that out. It's been going for probably... I'd say about, like, if we moved to Smith Street in in ninety two. I'd say it was like probably ninety five, ninety four. Like yeah. a couple of years later maybe. Yeah. yeah. And it was only small. It was just a fry pan with tempeh burgers. Mm. I mean <laughs> and then it got a bit bigger and then the gas stove we'd have to go and fill the gas bottle up and then everything changed. We got a little bit more space up the front, we could edge through a little bit more and things mm. like that, you know. But well, one thing I was gonna mention is with food, it's such a um emotional mm and important part of, you know, everyone's identity and, and whatever. So just even um, making choices about what's in the co-op, the, the customers have a lot of say in, in exactly. how it, what it means to them. And, and um, so there was a lot of negotiation with the members as well. All, of, all the time they probably, you know, they must be still... Um, about whether the products were right or wrong or this or mm. that or, you know, like, yeah. And the feedback is important because that's who people are needing to express all that. <laughs> but also we need to know, too, what people think. But, like, you know, there's been so much change, too, in even the last um, 10 years with people with food allergies mm. and your need for this and that and whatever. But, you know, like with some of the products, I mean, we're raw, we're raw product is what we have. I mean, you know, some of the things that I think that we're really proud to support are, like, 
Leanne's saying, some of the local growers and, you know, less mileage. And that's like, you know, people making apple cider vinegar down the mock. Apple people that grow, you know, like 15 varieties of apples and the only people that actually grow proper, make proper um, apple cider vinegar where they have the mother and they ferment it and it's properly done. Like supporting that industry, supporting like the salt, the pink sea salt for the indigenous people mm. who... Are, their name is the Barangi Ganjin Land Council and they hand harvest that wow. salt and it's up near Dimbula. We buy that and support that because that has a story to it and, um, and a big story in the fact because it's been going since the 1860s at salt farming and they just scooped like with a actual shovel the top layer of that um, salt in March just before the rains hit and it's boiling hot. It's one of the most hardest jobs and they can only do it at one time of the year because of the the beautiful pink crustacean that's part of it because then that fades after a while. But it's all that connecting to that and Mount Zero people and the olive oils and mm. why do we buy from them? Why are we connected to that? And that's the sort of stuff that is so interconnected. Yeah. Uh, Indeed, you're listening to 3CR. This is Phil Evans on a Dirt Radio Show, coming for you from my backyard rather than the studio, which have closed down through the COVID-19 crisis. So we were just listening to a bit of a segment from Acting Up, a sister show to Dirt Radio, um, last year looking at the 45 years of Friends of the Earth and celebrating all sorts of work. Of course, we were talking about the food co-op down at 312 Smith Street, still open, so go down and support them. It's really important um, that we continue to um, keep that ticking along. That's an important part of Friends of the Earth and the beating heart of the organisation in more ways than one. I'm going to go to a bit of a song and be back on 3CR in just a moment. Thank you. 
thieves They give each other a thousand names And take them off Take them off again Like excessive jewelry of the Earth Australia statement on the coronavirus COVID-19. The coronavirus COVID-19 pandemic has changed the world overnight. Our priorities at the personal, local, national and global level must now be influenced by the need to contain and move past the pandemic. This means massive investment in our communities and economies. Justice. We commit ourselves to achieving a just response to the virus. Like climate change, the coronavirus is as much a human rights issue as it is a health or economic issue.
those countries with the weakest public health systems will suffer the most, and the poorest in each country will struggle to access the resources and health support they need. Our response to the pandemic must have justice and equity hardwired into all our actions. The scale of the crisis underscores the fact that neoliberalism and corporate capitalism has failed both people and the planet. Despite decades of effort, it has not been able to deliver a solution to the threat of climate change. And many years of privatisation of public services, essential services, and cutting off public safety nets highlight the need to rebuild public infrastructure. We cannot return to business as usual capitalism once the crisis is over. We must remember that we are part of a global community. This cannot just be about closing the borders and forgetting about the rest of the world. On this year's World Water Day, the UN Secretary-General pointed out that more than half the global population is already at risk because of lack of access to safe water and sanitation facilities. So, while allocating huge financial packages within Australia, the federal government must not cut its overseas aid contributions. The UN is calling for contributions to a special fund to help poorer and more vulnerable countries respond to the virus threat. Australia needs to contribute to this fund. Solidarity. We commit ourselves to solidarity and mutual aid. In these extraordinary times, Friends of the Earth expresses solidarity with all those affected by the coronavirus. We express our immense gratitude to the healthcare workers on the front lines facing risks in order to provide care. We thank the researchers, the farmers, agricultural workers, shop workers, distributors, waste handlers, cleaners, and all others providing essential services. Now is the time to support the unions that represent all frontline workers. As with any national or global or environmental crisis, it is the poorest and most vulnerable who will suffer most. We are in solidarity with people who may have lost their job or income, or who are put in impossible positions of having to choose between their health or continuing to work to pay rent and put food on the table. We recognise that the vast majority of nurses, teachers, cashiers and caregivers on the front line are women. We also recognise that our responses to the coronavirus are occurring on unceded First Nations land. Indigenous communities already suffer from lower life expectancies and greater health problems than the broader community. We must work to ensure Indigenous communities receive the healthcare and resources they need to survive the pandemic. Building resilience. We commit ourselves to building community resilience through actively supporting communities through the principles of mutual aid. The rapid spread of the virus highlights how connected our world is. People and commodities travel the world quickly and constantly. One downside of our globalised world is that it has tended to create wealth in some areas and countries and inflicted pain on other areas. Corporate-led globalisation has benefited the rich and corporations whilst impoverishing ecosystems, many nations and the poor and marginalised within first world nations. While we see the need to refund and rebuild public infrastructure to ensure that all people have access to the resources and services they need, to live a healthy and dignified life, we recognise that power must ultimately rest with local communities. We actively support initiatives that are grassroots based and that build solidarity, empathy, cohesion and mutual aid. 
care. We commit ourselves to providing a practical and meaningful care to those around us. We all need to focus on caring for each other in this moment. Our friends and family, our colleagues, our neighbours and those isolated or in need. We support practical measures in our community to increase community spirit and reduce isolation. If you don't already, we urge you to get to know your neighbours a little better. To cook for those who are sick, join a local community resilience network and pay special attention to those who are vulnerable or isolated. Friends of the Earth Australia staff are working from home to help prevent the spread of the virus. All who can are asked to isolate themselves and take all steps possible to avoid transmitting the virus, to help flatten the curve and avoid tipping our hospitals over the edge of being able to provide care to those in need. Action. We commit ourselves to staying active during the pandemic and working to build movement capacity to tackle other planetary issues like climate change. The powerful responses from our government to coronavirus show that our government are able to listen to scientists and act on expert advice. They are able to take far-reaching action and vast sums of money available in response to emergencies that threaten lives and livelihoods even when this will have an economic cost. Government has failed to show some the same leadership on climate change. For both the coronavirus and the ecological crisis, we need our governments to work together and cooperate internationally to let these threats that know no boundaries and that touch everyone. We need our governments to mobilise and mobilise resources to alleviate the impacts of these crises in ways which address existing inequalities and prioritise the most impacted and vulnerable people. Friends of the Earth believes in a caring, compassionate world where we can all meet our needs within environmental limits. Our core values have always been in included solidarity, empathy, and equality, but never have we held them more dearly than now. We seek to respond to the challenges we face with the best of humanity. Take care of yourself, take care of the community and the planet. You are listening to 3CR Dirt Radio. Phil Evans here, um, coming to you from my backyard of all places. Um, that was just a statement by Friends of the Earth Australia on the current health crisis, um, which you can find online at foe.org.au. That's foe.org.au. And before that, we had Einstein and the Neubauten with Yumi and Miu. Uh, been great to join you today um, from the intimacy of my backyard. Um, and we'll be doing all sorts of special broadcasts on 3CR as we um, join the push to flatten the curve and to stay safe. Social distancing does not mean the end of social movements. So keep active and keep checking out your local community to see how you can help. All right. Thanks a lot for joining me and I will see you in a couple of weeks. See you later.